Hey guys, this is Two Day Hangover with Hannah Elson, a podcast that streams every Monday with topics ranging from navigating post-grad, how to live a damp lifestyle, and general advice from a mid-20s gal that's still learning. This podcast is a space to be honest with ourselves, have fun while doing it, and try our best to avoid the two-day hangover. Grab a mocktail and enjoy. Welcome to season two, episode one. I'm going to give you a little bit of a better late than never. Happy New Year and an apologies for taking a bit to be back, but we are back on the two-day hangover podcast and really excited for this new season. I feel like sometimes podcasts, people call it seasons and sometimes they don't, but it seems very official to me. So we're going to ride along that train and say that this is season two. I have my poppy in a wine glass that I'm pouring. Do you hear it? Probably sounds creepy if you're not watching. <laughs> like I said at the end of the last season, I am now posting all of the episodes, like full version on YouTube. And I said I was going to do other things on YouTube and that's just not my journey yet, you guys. And I just have to be honest with myself of like when I'm overextending myself. So anyway, for now that YouTube essentially will be so you can stare at me. And I also was like, let's like dress up for these podcast episodes a little more. But if you see right now, we are not dressed up. However, cheers to a new year. I wanted to give a little bit of a catch up on how things have been since we last spoke. My last episode was since early December. Talked a lot about like setting resolutions and setting intentions for the new year. So given that we're already a couple weeks into January, I already like have been trying to prioritize some of those resolutions and intentions and I know a lot of people are doing dry January right now or dry-ish January, so I want to talk about that a little bit for setting ourselves up for success with our relationship with alcohol this year, like what I'm doing, what I'm not doing, things you can take the same, habit building, everything like that. Overall, it's kind of been feeling just really kind of crazy (laughs) because why do I have to say things when I feel awkward? I don't know. I'm very proud of myself because essentially a year ago, almost today, I was like dealing with some things in my personal life that then led me to just kind of be like, oh, that was a few shitty weeks there. And I posted this one TikTok that was about what soon would be the damp lifestyle. I had heard the term term damp, but I honestly hated it. Like I get when people are like, why are you calling it damp? Like it sounds like moist. I get it. (laughs) I get it. I will let you know if I think of a better term. But to me, it's more about the lifestyle of it. So I I usually don't say damp without damp lifestyle um, for that reason. Anyway, I'm tangenting. I made a TikTok. Like, it wasn't me talking. It was just, like, a long description. And we're almost coming up on the one-year anniversary of that. Now, did I always, throughout the last year, like, really implement strategy in what I posted? Did I always feel proud of what I posted no but I posted and I think through that process of like being transparent on the good sides of my relationship with alcohol the bad things that have happened a breakup healing friendship breakups new friends career drive like I don't really post about my nine to five a lot but I've been really busy with that with travel and everything like that I feel like has had a very positive impact on my year So when I was fully setting my resolution for this year, I was like, I feel like every year before I kind of was like, okay, what did I neglect to prioritize in the year? Let's set a resolution based on that. Or like, it'll be more obvious. I don't know. 
this year I just wanted to take a different spin on it because I feel like so often I don't take genuine time to be proud of myself and be like, wow, you like really followed through on the things that you said you were going to do this year, which essentially was like posting on TikTok and working on my relationship with alcohol. So like, even though I had bad weeks of both, it still is a journey. It still is moving forth on the goals and habit building. So anyway, so with that resolution setting, I was like, I'm going to take what I did do the past year and be really proud of that and be aware of the fact that I have very hopeful energy because of it because of all these things that I am proud of for myself I just like have this delusion and lucky girl syndrome like they're calling it on TikTok right now that things are coming and good things are coming so taking that hopeful energy and acting on it and not stressing the little things and it's kind of like a vague resolution but just understanding that the universe isn't out to get me and channeling this hopeful energy into action in so many different aspects of my life is what I'm focusing on this year. So I wanted to kind of share specific examples for this first episode, but also like with little action items that you guys can implement and also things that have been hard for me and like that I'm still working on channeling my energy in the right way. I will already apologize for the amount of times I'm going to say the word energy. I'm going to sound like a co-star girl, which, by the way, I think I'm going to delete indefinitely co-star because long story short, I texted my, well, my ex like reached out to my friend and then about like my TikToks and stuff. And so I was like, you know what? Enough is enough. I just gave him a phone call. He answered. We talked. I essentially made him download co-star because I'm a psycho and was like, I need to see what's going on here. Like, I need to see what happens. I've never been more compatible with someone. Never. So I don't know if I fully believe in everything like that. However, because I was like, oh my gosh, I can't be listening to this. This app is out to get me. My point is, I'm going to sound like one of those co-star girlies when I talk a little bit throughout this episode. But please understand that I am, first of all, not embarrassed to sound that way. I'm loving the universe these days. Mercury in the retrograde, honestly, has been really great to me lately. Like, I kind of like when these crazy things happen because then I'm, like, testing myself on my energy and testing myself on my reactions and all of that. Just be aware that, yes, I'm a little bit of an energy girly these days, and I'm not ashamed of it, and I'm going to say the word quite a few times. So I'm going to get into, like, I guess, describing these updates and then, like I said, giving those action item tips based on it. I will say this is going to be one of my few episodes that I'm completely solo on it. And I usually like ask for feedback at the end of episodes, but just to kind of reel you guys in, if you're still here, hopefully you are, please give me any kind of like updates or types of people you want to see. Oh, Tita wants to sit with us. He's on my lap. Come on my lap. Types of videos or types of guests you want to see. I have about two that are planned, my friends, that I'm going to be I guess talking with I don't want to call it interviewing and I'm so 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 excited because I think you guys are gonna love or I know you guys are gonna love what they have to say I always love to hear what type of specific subject you are looking and talking about and I try to make it different than podcasts I'm hearing because I don't want it to be like always the same things I know a lot of that is usually about the damp lifestyle so sometimes I just flicker in damp lifestyle advice like throughout my podcast but I'm happy to get into like a lot of detail and try to find guests based on what you guys want to hear about. So anyway, just please know my DMs are always open. Any feedback's open. Like even when you guys are like, Hannah, don't do your makeup that way. Like I listen. It hurts sometimes. (laughs) 
<laughs> like, but I always listen, so I always appreciate it. Even just to like know someone's out there, you know what I mean? I digress per usual. You know me, always digressing. But let's chat. So, first episode, first update, I guess, so to speak. I wrote like my little updates on, I usually write like an outline, not necessarily a script, hence why I have to say I digress so many times. I guess my first like <laughs> notable update that I've realized I'm actually implementing my resolution on is I went on my very first date last week and I told you guys I'd give you the tea on my podcast and not as much on my TikTok, most being because I did in fact tell them about my TikTok, but also because now that I only have one Instagram, I don't have my private like personal one anymore. Like it's just Tana.Alson on everything. Whenever I like meet a guy out in the wild, I give him that Instagram. So it's like, it's very obvious who I am. They have access to my TikTok. They have access to listen to this podcast. Like, I honestly do not care. But sometimes I get awkward about the podcast. But I had, like, a little bit of, like, a, I don't know, bridge of feeling awkward about posting stuff on TikTok and Instagram when I knew people were looking at it. I kind of liked living in the mysterious bliss of not knowing who was watching. But now I've dropped it already. But my point is, I was like, I don't know how much I really want to give tea on this in my TikToks without like exposing everything. But I don't know. Maybe I'll be a little crazier next date because I definitely want to keep dating. The tea is we had like exceptional banter. I'd met him like the week before we didn't hook up or anything like that. Or honestly, it was only like four days before the weekend, before the week date. So I slid into the DMs after the debt, after the night, because like I was just like, he probably honestly didn't even know if I was like for sure interested. Then he like asked me on the date right away in like a really cute way. It was like made a reservation at XYZ 645, you free. I'm like, oh, frick yeah, I love that energy. So I was like, of course. Went on the date, started at 645, as I said. Ended at like nine. Then he was like, what's next? I was like, okay, we can do a nightcap. So I definitely was not a little damn girly on this date. However, I did start with a mocktail. So I like I entered the environment of the date in a sober mindset. And I think that's still huge for me. And I really want to make sure that I implement like how I analyze the damn lifestyle socially the same way as I analyze it like dating. Like I'm not going to do a rule that I usually listen to like I'm not gonna have a glass of wine putting my makeup on because I don't do that when I'm going out you know what I mean so I just want to make sure that I'm aligning on that but anyway I was really proud of myself and I think it channeled into respecting my resolutions of channeling my energy and like being accountable of my self-worth and everything like that because there were a bunch of green flags like I said our banter he has sisters that's always a big one um tall well I guess I shouldn't say physical green flags but there were a bunch like it was an excellent date but there were like some red flags that I like never would normally care about or I could be like oh I can change that like he I kind of already knew this about him because I knew his friend group oh by the way he like fully knows my ex so that was a little awkward hurdle we had to get over that like neither of us were aware of until like later on I guess <laughs> that like made me distracted for a second because that panics me but anyway he was like talking about how like he parties a lot on the weekends and that's totally fine like I'm not looking for someone that honestly I like to party a lot too you guys you know that like even on nights that I'm not drinking a lot like I like to be social I consider myself an introverted extrovert I have to figure out which ways my body wants to get energy and lately like the social energy has been like speaking to me for the last few months and I'm going to talk about that in a little bit in more detail but I could just tell like the way he's doing it is just like not really aligned with like 
if I think he could like prioritize me as a partner. And then also, well, also I'm not looking for a partner, but I digress. <laughs> the point of that wasn't whether I was like, okay, you're a green flag or you're a red flag. But it made me think about when I made a TikTok on this the other day about the box theory and like how Tings talks about like how men do that to us as women being like, and obviously like whatever your sexuality is or your gender or what you identify as, like, please know I'm not like trying to stereotype by like saying a man to a woman, but in her videos, that's typically how she explains it. So that's just my context. And she essentially says that a guy, when they meet you, like immediately within first impression knows whether you're in the girlfriend box or the like hookup box. I think that's true most of the time. And I know men like say that's true, everything like that. I think I got out of a box in my last relationship and obviously it didn't end in a positive way, but like we had a beautiful year and a half together. So it's like, I don't know. I could, I could get into that too. I kind of want to make a video on like you dated your situationship kind of things. I think it's very interesting. I think it got me thinking like, okay, instead of us, because we know this box theory, because we know how men can be, we're like hoping and praying that we will end up in this box and like putting our energy speaking of energy into like hoping that we are considered a girlfriend material even if we don't even want to be their girlfriend even if because our egos are essentially being like oh yeah you want this because you want him to want you instead of okay I have to analyze my own boxes like do I want him does he fit into like my future and sometimes it doesn't matter if you have the answer yes sometimes people are slow burns I think stereotypically like as women we might like consider all the different factors a little bit more than like a stereotypical male will but to an extent like we can still kind of be like okay maybe that's someone for the roster right now or like oh, that someone is like really dating material or, okay, I'm still at a point in my life in healing. First of all, I don't believe you have to be fully healed to go on dates. I don't believe I'm fully healed. I still think about my ex. I think like you do for a long time, even when you're with someone, I don't believe that you have to like find someone new in order to get over someone. I think a lot of people are that way, but I think that can be a little bit of a cop out. So anyway, that's a lot of my hot takes with that. But like when you're healing and dating, like you obviously aren't looking for a partner right away or honestly you shouldn't be because I think people that like go from relationship to relationship are kind of like taking the easy way of life with dating and there's nothing wrong with it I just think like you need genuine time to embrace silence to embrace yourself and so when you're dating which is putting out energy into someone you can know that you're putting out energy that might be wasted and still value that because the energy that you're putting yourself out there and getting to know someone is allowing yourself to get to know yourself. So I don't think it ever is truly wasted. And I do believe that's why you can date while you're still healing. Back to like the actual date example, when I noticed myself, even throughout the date, even as I was sipping on some of that wine, I was able to analyze like, oh, that's so interesting. Like, that's not what I'm looking for. Probably what I would have been looking for, like even five months ago. But wow, I've really like held strong to, for instance, like my self-worthless that I made in the beginning. And like, I would really love to see this guy again. But like, I'm not really sure if like he would be my partner. Also, I'm moving. So, you know, <laughs> take that with a grain of salt. But I think that was like an analysis of understanding that I'm holding strong on this hopeful energy and I was very proud of that I also think that I've really analyzed the last few months this is like kind of starting to transition more onto like 
my relationship with alcohol because when I was first newly single, I definitely was having like more of my crazier nights and I've been analyzing and processing like, okay, why do we, when we first go in a relationship, like want to go out and party? Like, is it genuinely like not to think about them or is it something about like you kind of like feeling this free feeling and like wanting to put your energy there? So I've been honest with myself a lot more than I was when I was newly single, like in October or so. I'm being like, okay, when I like genuinely have the urge to, for instance, like last week we went to a club and I was like, so about it. We barely drank and it was like so much fun. Cause I honestly love like essentially sober clubbing or not drinking a lot clubbing. Cause it feels like an activity to me, but I was saying to myself, okay, is this energy because I want to blur my thoughts, have confidence and using alcohol as that crutch or, and I'm like single and it's making me crazy or whatever, (laughs) or do I, am I genuinely listening to like my extroverted energy? And because I'm newly single, I have more of this freedom just by nature, both physically and emotionally and my energy just more often because I am like healing and putting in so much of this deep rooted work during the week. Maybe I need to just like release it and be social and be around people I love and music and things to do. And that's okay. Like I am not rushing to go like party just because I'm single. And I think there's a big difference. And this is what I've been analyzing a lot about myself. But I think like you can take it with a grain of salt for yourself as well. We often think like, okay, with like someone being single, maybe there's like layers of immaturity or crazy party girl or whatever but I think like majority of the time the way you can actually channel that is like not being single means like this like immaturity behavior but actually like the mature behavior because you're putting in so much more work to be able to analyze what you want what you need just exist on the day-to-day because before your day-to-day was also matched with giving yourself to someone. You have no one to give yourself to other than yourself. And I think when you're dating someone, yes, you should still be your full priority. However, just by nature, you have all this time to do the healing and to do the self-help. So wanting to expend some of that energy on the weekend is not immature, is not crazy. Obviously, like you might need to analyze what you're drinking a little bit more. But if you're not sober and you're focusing on dryish January or damp lifestyle or whatever it may be, and you want to work in relationship with alcohol, I always say like test yourself by going out. Like don't hold yourself back just because you're worried about being like a crazy single person or a crazy person and like you feel like you can't handle it like focus more on your energy like if you stay home stay home because you want to if you want to go out go out because you want to and I think like a lot of times people box themselves into like I'm in a relationship and I stay home or I'm working on my uh, relationship with alcohol so I stay home and I think that we can blur the lines in a positive way a lot more And that's what I'm prioritizing. Like instead of feeling guilty that I'm in this box that I want to be going out all the time, I can instead be like, okay, I understand that my energy has like hopefulness and happiness and a lot of that. I just want to like have fun during the weekend. Okay. 
how do I make sure that I'm still aligning on my goals? If I have, let's say, like more to drink one night, then my ass best be up and going to a workout class because that's what makes me happy. Like slumping doesn't make me happy, stuff like that. And on nights that I drink less, like making sure that like I'm following through on everything and like focusing more on like a balanced lifestyle to start the year has been really, really huge for me. So anyway, kind of a rant as well, but those are all my updates on like how I'm feeling being single and also date, but I definitely want to keep dating. I thought it was really fun posting about it and doing a little TikTok series on it. So you bet your ass I'm going to be looking for a date just for content at this point. <laughs> Kidding. Ish. Um, so next kind of going with this subject, but I know a lot of my followers are doing either dry January or a form of dry-ish January or even just knowing that it's like colder and you might want to stay home more or your friends are doing dry January so like you're by nature like talking about more balanced activities I think it's really amazing and as I was saying before I prioritize my relationship with alcohol a lot when I start the year and for me it's been more about adding more solo activities because I essentially like already have been super super balanced and wholesome because I was home and then traveling so much Um, so I just wasn't partying or doing anything like that naturally the last few months to like get into this new year start. Um, so part of that also is like, so I do want to go out because I've been, you know, my energy's been like kind of cooped up. I think that coming off of crazier times in like October was like more of a go, go, go month for me socially. I really do understand what I need from the damp lifestyle and it's allowed me to understand that like even when I do have a more social night I'm still following the damp lifestyle however I like did want to prioritize more of a dry-ish January approach and I actually didn't want to do dry January because I feel like it goes against kind of like what I prioritize which is like for me extremes all or nothing black or white don't really work as well for me and it's more because I've like done the actual work like I've done dry month I've done like dry periods of life and I know when my body needs that and I also know when like it's fine for me to have a margarita with friends so I think that for this month for dry in January what I've been prioritizing is understanding what the year is gonna look like for me now that I'm alone and when I'm moving, for instance, that I'll get into in a little bit, like, what is that going to look like for me with my relationship with alcohol? Like, nobody knows me. I could essentially drop all my goals and no one would be keeping me accountable other than, like, I mean, I have, like, a best friend, but we always, like, get a little crazy together anyway. So, like, we keep each other accountable. But, like, other than that, like, if I'm out with all new people, like, I want to make sure that my willpower and my ability to work on my relationship with alcohol is fluid and ever-changing and I want to be keeping that accountable on my social medias as well like sometimes I'm like do you guys want to know if I'm hungover like do you guys does that make you feel stressed like do you want to only hear about the good days like I'm not really sure and I think I'm still figuring that out but I think that like allowing myself to understand and I've posted about this but like the damn lifestyle is about all these small habits like adding in water starting with a mocktail like knowing you can go out and not drink knowing you can go out and drink like if you don't identify yourself as sober the damn lifestyle can mean a lot of different things to a lot of people and I think the fact that 
after a year of like posting about this subject, I'm still figuring it out just kind of shows how much it is different for everyone. So I guess my goal of dry January and like entering the year has been like, what does it mean for me and how does that transcend the entire year? And that's really why I prioritize dry January versus dry because I don't want it to be the focus of the month. I want it to be like starting me out to have another year of being alert and intentional. Like I said, with what I was drinking, like this weekend, I was in Rosemary Beach. I surprised my friend and we had the most wholesome weekend ever. And then we had wine tasting at night and everyone got a little, you know, drunky and it was intentional because it was around wine tasting. So even people who got more drunk, like there wasn't any like guilt or like scaries after because it was like you're in a safe environment and intentionally drinking. So I think that's going to be a big thing for me, like environmentally focused, intentional drinking when I do drink and everything like that. But my point is that energy that I'm working on is still being assessed and it still will be assessed all year. And anyway, let me know like what you want me to post about like on that progress. Otherwise, I can just like continue to post more on like tips format because sometimes I'm like, I don't even know if people are like interested in specifically like how I'm feeling with the damn lifestyle. I think like or if they just want advice for them because it's so different for everyone. So I'm like, sometimes it's easier to just give like kind of like the wider range of advice. But anyway, proud of that as well. Those are some updates there. My other one was just the fact that I've been traveling so much. So that has taken a lot of energy from me, but it also has given me a lot of energy. So I think starting the year out being like also proud of the fact that I've been like go, 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 even on times that I've been sad. I hop on the plane and I see life. I love to embrace new cultures. I love to be around new people. I love to travel with friends, with family. I believe it allows you to channel this hopeful energy and see what you want in life. It also sometimes stresses me out because I'm like, there's so much more to life than my nine to five, but that's my complacency and fear of complacency talking. And I just have to make sure that I know structure is okay because <laughs> sometimes structure scares me. I think that just like having a nine to five and still being able to travel is something I'm really proud of. I can do a full episode on like exactly how I manage that, but essentially it's like, quality over quantity when I work throughout the day which is crazy but like it is true like when I work I'm on it I'm going and I allow myself the flexibility to still travel but I also make it very clear to my employers like travel is very important to me it also makes me like a better employee in my opinion because it makes me more driven and happy and like that's something for instance that I always want to budget into my life making sure I have that exposable income to be able to travel while also still working and figure out PTO and everything like that. So I'm going to continue prioritizing that into my year. And I think it's obviously not for everyone. Like sometimes people like are so stressed to get out of their routine that travel doesn't give that same type of like added energy like it does for others. So I completely understand that as well. That obviously a big plane that I'm going to be catching is my plane to New York City when I move finalizing more details with that literally as we speak today so I will update you with that but I've been a little stressed when it comes to realizing how soon it is but also still feels kind of far away being around these people that I love so freaking much in Austin and wanting to give my full amount of energy to the city but also to the people that are here 
while also still wanting to align on protecting my peace and protecting my energy and having solo time. And so ways I've been doing this and I don't know if anyone who's listening to this happens to be moving soon and has this feeling or even just like it's graduating college soon and all of that. I realized that like when I'm alone, I can experience the city and be a better person for the times that I have with these friends. So instead of being like, oh my gosh, my time is running out. I have to do everything. I have to see everything. I can't just be sitting alone. I can be like, no, this is kind of like my alone time, I guess, like recharges me and recharges my battery, as they say, to allow myself to have incredible experiences to end my time here in Austin and also be a better person for my time with them. Because for instance, like, I went out a Friday right after I got, I was like literally in Dublin the day before, flew to Austin the next day, like so exhausted, went out and I still was able to like giggle and have fun, but I went home early and I was kind of like, okay, that was an example of a time that I could have been a little bit more honest with myself and understood that recharging my energy is important. So I don't have to be like, go, 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 just because I'm moving And instead it be like, okay, let's have this beautiful balance of this city and embrace like every moment of this city in a really cool way. And also when I'm alone, like going on my little hot girl walks or trying a new fitness studio or getting myself a new coffee somewhere that I haven't been like that's experiencing the city. And those are memories I'm going to look back and appreciate when I move as well. But yeah, that's just been like a feeling that I've been feeling when it comes to like analyzing my energy as well so I guess how I'm moving forward into action with that resolution so to speak about moving is yeah like reminding myself that recharging time is important and the moments that I have are memories too like memories don't just mean you have them with other people you can make beautiful memories alone as well in the places that you love and then also just like making sure that I'm assessing my mental health and my state and my being and my happiness and my energy to be able to be the best person to move to New York. So being sad and like starting to dread something that I'm excited about will do me no good. It will just push me back. So I want to make sure that I'm embracing and embodying this version of myself that I want to be in New York, which will also help me enjoy every moment while I'm here. So If you have anything similar, like graduating college, everything like that, definitely take some of those mindset shifts with you because it can be super, super helpful. Um, This is going to be a short one. I'm like almost done. Oh, just kidding. I've been talking for 30 minutes. (laughs) Um, I already kind of talked about this, but with that, just putting energy into forever friends. So I just really like wish I could just like shake my friends and tell them how much I love them so often right now because I feel like I'm like never gonna see them again even though that's not true at all like because I feel like they truly are forever friends and my forever friends that I have that like still live in Chicago for example like nothing's changed when I see them so you just have to remember that like I can put natural energy into the friendships like I don't have to like overcom can I speak overcompensate just because I'm leaving and in fact like I can just like continue to be a really good friend and make these really good memories without worrying that they're just gonna like not want me anymore I think I have like a fear of that because it's like obviously I'll be taking out a group chat to an extent like obviously things will change with our friendship just with like talking less but 
a lot of times that changes in a good way and a lot of times that can change your dynamic of your friendship like for instance when you visit them again like I'll be staying with some of them and like that's more quality time than quantity obviously but sometimes I go weeks without seeing friends here so it's like that can kind of depend but I just have to like take those fears out of my head and just like being one of the first people to move of my friends and like kind of the first is like really weighing down on me because I like feel like I'm running away from something so beautiful and have to remember that like it's not that it's just that I'm ready to like move forward in this amazing way my friend wrote me this card for my birthday and I literally was like sobbing last night so I've been extra thinking about that but anyway just remembering that like quality time goes with quality friends and it's just that it doesn't have to be anything like a lot deeper and they all understand like why I'm moving and they all understand it's good for me so I just have to embrace these moments versus be scared for the future because like if there's a time to live in the moment with these people it's right now and then last but not least I kind of already talked about this but also like placing intentional energy into what I post on TikTok and also on my podcast here and also my Instagram like my Instagram is very different than my TikTok I like that about it I think that it shows more of like my day-to-day like fashion side and just like what I do I'm always doing stuff and then my TikTok's more like me and my advice and everything like that and literally zero aesthetic in the world is on that TikTok and I like that and I think the podcast is just like obviously an extension more like of me and the TikTok and like trying to give you guys advice and work through that but I think there's like a happy medium between sometimes I'll post whatever and then throw stuff out and sure things will go viral sure things will resonate but when I'm not intentional with what I say or like I'm giving advice that I wouldn't be thinking of to like give a friend it feels less true to me and I'm less proud of my page so having that intentional hopeful energy channeled into action also I feel like will impact my page if any of you guys are thinking of posting more or like anything like that and like want to focus on like what kind of energy you want to give your social media I'm happy to talk about it I don't know like how many people that follow me or I follow them are like also creators all the time so I don't talk about it a lot but I think it honestly is like very taxing and can be really hard to be like on slower weeks like is anyone out there like do I have a voice like am I special enough and like your self-talk can be like very energy consuming and so I want to be aware of that and kind of like flip the narrative on how I view myself and my social media and I've already been doing that this year and I've already noticed positive impacts like not necessarily through views but like just through like happy feedback like dms from someone or like something like that like it really matters or like seeing someone in austin they like know who i am like i'm like okay i'm proud of what i put out there so i hope they like me you know what i mean like not oh i hope they like me just in general but but instead because i have intentional energy to my tiktok you know what i mean i think if you're looking to channel a new start of the year hopeful energy things to do or like do something that you've said you were going to do for so long you just haven't that could be literally anything trying a workout class that you're like intimidated by moving into that city you've thought about texting that guy you thought was cute you might get ghosted you might not your energy is being placed into it though in a positive way because you're doing something that like you were scared to put energy into not because you didn't want to you know so I think that's a really good practice of like how we can take the reins of our energy and like move forward also like a good thing is like going on a solo day and assessing your independent energy and like all of that and protecting that and being aware of that can 
literally all you have to do is go on a solo date. I'm not even kidding. I think it's like so powerful or just like spend back to back days alone. That can be helpful. Or if you can get that energy just from one day, like some people are different. I think also, like I said, analyzing your introverted and extroverted self and like not guilting yourself into staying home and not guilting yourself when you go out because you listen to your energy when you were social and you probably listen to your energy a little bit when you need to stay home. So I talked about that a lot this podcast, so I guess it's good to end with that. But I'm really, really excited for this season. Like I said, I'm having some really, really exciting guests that are based out of Austin, but what they talk about transcends so many different locations, types of people, like mindsets, balance mindsets, and just like, I'm really, really excited. So stay tuned. Thank you as always for listening. And I'm sorry I didn't post last week, but like I needed to process a little bit more and I'm glad I did because I did crazy fun week putting myself out there. And I hope you guys do too. Just remember that like what you can listen to internally about yourself can allow you to create actions and like do things in your life that you're proud of and like the two go together so i think it really really is important to take a moment and as our january like comes to a close that means the rest of the year is continuing obviously you have a calendar as well (laughs) but my point is it's the perfect time to do so if you're doing dry january or driest january you're putting energy and intention into your relationship with alcohol which is exciting but you can even do that on one night out a week like whatever it may be i'm really excited for it the rest of these podcast episodes as always please leave a review for whatever you thought and please give me a follow i'm going to be posting more on my podcast instagram which is two day hangover podcast but also i post a ton on all my channels which is hannah.elson you know the drill cheers i'm going to continue sipping on this mocktail and have myself a great rest of the monday bye I hope you enjoyed this episode. Stay tuned for next week. If you enjoyed the episode, please be sure to review and share with your people. It means the world to me. Check me out on Instagram and TikTok. So excited to continue this journey with you all.